Hey, Fly World, you are listening to Shorty's A Bitty Pod Experience, Episode 9, No Shortcuts. This week, I'm talking HBO documentaries, Fake Famous, and Growing Up Milwaukee. In addition to that, I'm sharing a little bit about the recent airing of Teen Titans, featuring a personal favorite of mine, De La Soul. Last couple of weeks, um, I had a few recommendations kind of fall into my lap. I was very excited to learn that De La Soul was going to be featured on uh, Teen Titans on the Cartoon Network. Um, so I had the opportunity to watch that. The original air date was this past Saturday, um, February 20th. I'm sure you can go back and um, pick it up via Cartoon Network or visit at We Are De La Soul on IG. It's really surreal to follow an artist or a group for their entire career and then watch their iconic legacy become sealed into cartoon form. And it's nostalgic for me because I remember watching Teen Titans when my babies were smaller. Um, The super cool factor is to know that you could watch this with a young person um, for entertainment. And then to know that not only can you watch it with a young person, but if you're the adult watching and you're familiar with the group, and the backdrop of the struggle they have been encountering with Tommy Boy Records over their catalog, you're getting something else out of it because you're catching all of the subliminal and creative references as well. I frequently talk about things having an eternal quality um, so or being timeless. So, you know, watching this gave me that feel because it let me know this music, um, this sound that I grew up hearing, is now being felt and experienced by another generation through another medium. So, you know, hip-hop is living and continuing and thriving from one generation to the next, and um, it's not bound by the medium. I also watched a documentary on HBO Max that was very close to my heart. My son um, was like, hey, you got to see this documentary called Growing Up Milwaukee. I think uh, I know some people in it. I think you might know some people. And although I've been long gone, Milwaukee is where I was born and raised. Um, and it will always be a part of who I am. The doc is on HBO Max. I don't know how long it'll be on. But it's a history lesson about the city, a geography lesson and a window into the now of the city. And the world should pay attention to this place for so many reasons. I've heard a lot of narratives about my home being despaired, but there have always been people in place and there continue to be people in place that are working on behalf of young people, working to promote all of the positive things the city has to offer and working to create um, positive environments and realities for the generations coming. If you grew up in Milwaukee, you know. (laughs) The thing is that no matter where you grew up or live in the world, we have dot connectors and commonalities. But many black and brown folks that grew up in my city have a unique story 
And again, you only know if you know. Um, the other doc I had a chance to watch was Fake Famous. Man, I I have so many thoughts on this. I have so many thoughts on um, social media culture and balance. Like, we have this medium, right? Virtually unlimited access to information to people anywhere in the world. And I could go way down the rabbit hole of all the things that are accessible and at the tip of our fingers. But I'm going to try to stay with the premise of the doc. And that premise being fake famous. Um, essentially, there's a group of people heavily involved in the production of social media culture. Um, and they take perceptibly regular people and turn them into social media influencers. Some of them have a small to medium following already, but they buy followers for them, stage appearances, and let them kind of run with this. Some stay grounded, some take advantages of the boost, while others kind of get lost in the glaze. Just watching it reminded me of what one of my mentors always says, and that's there are um, no shortcuts. The reality on the other side of her sentiment is that there are definitely shortcuts. What she meant, though, is that you can't take a shortcut in life and expect to get the quality and the lessons and the feeling of accomplishments that someone that takes the longer route gets for a more um, concise um, analogy. If you run a 2K as opposed to a 5K race, it's just different. <laughs> it's just a different race. I think this sentiment is applicable to circumstance. And my personal feel is that all shortcuts are not bad. Some will definitely get you to a destination faster and cut out a lot of red tape. But when it's all said and done, it's about balance. I feel like imbalance takes on life when whole societies take shortcuts or ditch what is real to present illusion as the real thing. Um, I don't want to go into this place of conjecturing a lot of respecting um a lot of respectability politics about social media engagement as it pertains to individuals while engaging you on social media. I'm just kind of contemplating the hows and if there are rules of engagement. I came up in spaces where influencers were people that were in your circumference, like parents, teachers, mentors, friends, even if a wayward friend or a dope dealer was your influencer. It wasn't because he or she was self-proclaimed. Uh, self People had to attribute some level of power to their influences. They were claimed, crowned, designated or whatever. Now it's like wide open for anyone to self-assign the title of influencer. And their power and the power of their influence becomes real so long as it exists in digital space and bends the algorithm. I don't own the gospel on the algorithm hustle. And I'm not a professional on these matters. I don't hold the data that, say, a statistician might hold. And even if I did, what does it do? I just know when I was watching Fake Famous, I was thinking this really happens. Like, really happens. People stage reality shots like they stage houses. You know how when real estate agents are helping you sell a house and you have to stage a house, 
So you remove items that are too personal, you take down the family pictures and make the house look evergreen and kind of perfect like. It's a strategy and for most people it works, but when you stage your house, people kind of move with the understanding that it's temporary, right? When you stage a life, then what do you do to keep all of that going? In real time and beyond staging, I embrace the genius and infinite possibilities of the digital space. This space holds opportunities for connection, economic opportunities, ways to expand and organize, um, to organize communities, connect to friends, and even create friendship in real ways. And those are just some of the means. But it's really all about the how. And I think we're collectively still figuring this space out and how to be in or out of it because as fast as we figure it out, the rules change. I appreciate you and your time. Let's engage in the truest way as possible. I invite you to follow me at A Fly Girls World and click the link tree in the bio for all things A Fly Girls World. The old school collection is currently um, is currently being featured in the store and is a wearable homage to hip hop culture and fashion. When the world reopens, I look forward to touching ground with people beyond the digital space and doing some local and traveling events. Speaking of which, and this is really random outro, but I miss concerts, y'all. This weekend when I was watching all that other stuff, I had the opportunity, and this was my highlight to be honest, had the opportunity to watch D'Angelo in the Vanguard in Rotterdam, and it was great. I think the show was like from 2015 and aside from actually being there, I was just like, wow, pure live musicianship was happening. People were sweating out their hair and um, everybody was possessed by the groove spell. Like <laughs> it was serious. So you don't miss your water until it's gone. Um, and, and I hope our water of um, being together comes back soon. So until next time, peace.